Bear in the Morning, Bear Country 95.3. Uh, last Friday, I had the opportunity to give away some tickets, and this was big. People were calling and asking questions about the New American Banjo Festival, which is happening this Saturday at the Shea Theater in Turner's Falls. And here in the Bear Country studio, uh, Michael Nix is with me. And Michael's been to Bear Country 95.3 before, and we've talked a little bit of banjo before, but we've never been able to say, hey, the Banjo Festival is coming up this week. I haven't been able to say that. No, it's finally happening live in person. In person over at the Shea. If you don't know Michael, he lives right here in our community, and Michael is everything banjo. Everything banjo. He's the person you go to if if you want to talk banjo, if you want to listen to banjo and hear anything about banjo. Tell me about the Banjo Festival, a little bit of background, because this is something that you've been involved with for a couple of years now. Yeah, I wanted to start it three years ago, and COVID hit, and and we had to pull the plug on everything, like so many businesses and festivals and whatnot. So the idea behind the banjo came from my research and my uh, affiliation with something called the Banjo Gathering, formerly known as the Banjo Collectors Gathering. No idea that there was such a thing. There is such a thing. And it's a bunch of people like me who play banjo to a fairly high level and do research in various ways to inform banjo playing. Okay. Not that we're all college professors or anything. (laughs) It's, It's mostly people who got together and said there's been no research on early banjo or banjo as a, a cultural icon. Uh-huh. And and what about this instrument that really hasn't been studied? Probably 15 or 20 years ago, a bunch of these guys got together and started writing articles and books. And mm-hmm. now there's a conference every year. Okay. It gave me, as a designer of new banjos and as a composer of new banjo music, a forum to get to know people who are thinking about new things in banjo, okay. which I include research into the earliest African-American origins of the banjo as new ideas about banjo. Wow. So I thought, okay, well, here in New England, believe it or not, we have a rich history of banjo playing and banjo making dating back to, I don't know, 1850s, 1870s. And so by 1900, some of the best banjos in America were being made by A.C. Fairbanks and a guy named Cole in Boston, then the Banjo Bacon Company in Groton, Connecticut. And these are really high-end banjos that are our collector's items today. Right here in New England. Right here in New England. Knowing that, and then knowing that there are a number of there's a lot of interest in banjo, bluegrass, old-timey music sure. right here in the valley. Yeah, yeah. You know, you think of the number of Americana bands that have been launched out of the valley area, Turner's Falls, Northampton. There are just there are people who are making careers with this type of music. I started to think, well, why not have our Franklin County be a hub for banjo. I live here, I work locally, regionally, nationally, internationally, and why not bring all the stuff that I love to do right here home? So when people go to the Shea Theater on Saturday night, what will they expect? I mean, what what should they expect? This banjo festival has a theme, and the theme of this banjo festival is classic fingerstyle banjo. What that means is it's a type of banjo playing that was developed in the 1870s that the banjos plucked like a guitar, much like bluegrass banjo. Uh-huh. It's it's kind of the precursor of bluegrass. Okay. Heavily influenced by ragtime. So the, the other person who's playing on the program besides myself is Aaron Jonah Lewis uh, from Detroit. 
And he's a ragtime era classic fingerstyle banjo virtuoso. So if you close your eyes when you hear him playing, you think it's, wow, this is 1890 or 1900 <laughs> banjo music coming at me live and not through RCA Victor Horn or okay. something. You know, for anybody who plays old-timey music or bluegrass to go back and listen to this really highly virtuosic music, you know, you'll be amazed. It's like, wow, people were really thinking about high-level banjo way back then. Mm-hmm. It's new and different. <laughs> I, I noticed you brought your banjo with you this morning. I did. I'm a banjo innovator. So, And what I've done is developed an instrument that's added two more strings to the banjo. I've added another octave or so. And then what I do is I play a kind of music that's a new classical crossover music where I'm incorporating everything I know about classical music. And what I try to do is combine all of the different things I know about the banjo styles and the classic style and the folk styles into a you want to hear a bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm speaking to Michael Nix this morning. And Michael and, and others are going to be a part of the New American Banjo Festival this Saturday over at the Shea Theater in Turner's Falls. Doors open at 7 o'clock and the music begins at 7.30. Yes, please play some. Okay. just a snippet of what you're getting. Michael Nix, Bear Country Studios, is the New American Banjo Festival. Tickets are available over at the Shea Theater. By the way, if you uh, stop by the Shea Theater's website, there's more information uh, right there when you go to sheatheater.org. You can get tickets right there at their website. Get ready for an excellent time coming up on Saturday night. This Saturday night, uh, the show begins at 7.30. Doors will be at 7. And check out Michael and check out Aaron Jonah Lewis as well. I'm so glad you stopped by this morning, Michael. Oh, it's great. It's wonderful to talk to you. Thank yes, you. yes. Here we are in person, and I'm glad to see that your festival is is happening over That's at the funny. Shea. It's Bear in the Morning, Bear Country 95.3.